Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Uh, Thank you for being here today, wherever you are in the world, or if you're listening by recording. uh, We are beyond honored uh, by your presence. We know there's so many ways that you can spend your time and um, uh, we're honored that you would give us a few minutes of that time and we try to respect that and every week give you a little something to think about, something to inspire you and something to incorporate into your life that we hope is going to make your life better from now on. Uh, yeah, today I'm going to start exactly with that title. Are you sick of that feeling? Are you? Um, and, and, and that's, that's the homework for this week is, is go meditate, pray, take a walk, sit under your tree, whatever, and ask yourself, are you sick of that feeling? Are you, are you sick of this? Are you sick of whatever it is in your life? that is not the way you want your life? Are you sick of not being able to do what you want to do and and continuing to do what you don't want to do? Feeling things you don't want to feel, thinking things you don't want to think, not being able to feel and think what you do want to think. Are you sick and tired of helplessness and hopelessness? Are you sick and tired of... uh, self-worth issues? Are you sick and tired of guilt and shame? Are you sick and tired of feeling insecure in some way, physically, emotionally, relationally, financially? Are you sick and tired of, of uh, feeling lonely? Are you sick and tired of anger or irritation or frustration? Are you sick and tired of feeling overwhelmed? Are you sick and tired of feeling separated from God, from others, from from the success that that you've dreamed about since you were a kid, from uh, separated from being your best self, the best version of you? Do you feel separated from that? Are you sick of failure or, or, or just not succeeding to the degree that you want and feel like is possible? Are you sick of feeling stuck? Well, this week, please pray and meditate and ponder over these things. Is there, is there something in your life that you're sick of? And if so, write it down. Start praying about it. Start meditating about it, okay? And I would say if you come up with things that you do write down that you are sick of, that that is a wonderful thing. 
In fact, the worst thing might be if you're not sick and tired of it. All right? And, and, and here's why I say that. In my years of working with teenagers and their families and, and in doing that, working with a lot of troubled teenagers and families that, man, to say they couldn't get along is a gross understatement. My years of doing counseling and therapy, uh, both pastoral counseling and clinical therapy, including all types of uh, issues, my, my years with the healing codes, you know, one thing has has stood out. There's been a number of things that have stood out. Here's one of them, and that is the people that seem to be able to change are the people who are sick of it to the point that they're desperate, they hit bottom, they can't stand it anymore, no matter what happens, they just can't keep going on like this. So that they start maybe taking some chances, and I don't mean I don't mean stupid risk your life chances, but maybe some getting getting outside of what has always been their comfort zone, just because I got to do something. Those are the people that tend to really be able to change something in their life. The people that come in, and, and, and some of them you know, saw me week after week when I was doing a certain kind of, of counseling, and nothing seemed to change, those tended to be the people who weren't sick of it. They'd not hit bottom. They were coping. Okay, and, and that's what most counseling is. But I don't want coping. Coping means I've still got my problem. I want to be without my problem. I want to have the best success I can have. I want to be as happy as I can be. I want my relationship with Hope and Harry and George to be as good as it can possibly be. I want my relationship with God to not just be, ah, oh, well, yeah, that, you know, I, I think that's okay. I want it to be fabulous and intimate and powerful and miraculous, okay? I want my relationship with myself to be wonderful and as good as it can possibly be, okay? Well... Uh, I've, I've talked several times about an example that, that happened in uh, my life in the last couple of years. So I'm not gonna I'm gonna give you the short version of this, not the long version, but it for sure applies here. And and that was a gentleman who uh, had been a, a, a good friend of mine and my wife's, who had been a several pack a day smoker for like his entire adult life, like like four four decades or more. All right. He was diagnosed with cancer, given less than six months to live. He tried to quit smoking a bunch of times, goes home, goes out on the porch, lights up a cigarette, and starts throwing up, which had never happened in his life. He can't smoke a cigarette anymore, all right? Goes back 
They run the test again. We're so sorry. We made a mistake. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. No trace of any problems with your lungs. And if you've not gotten it yet, chances are you never will. He, he's pretty old at this point. So you know what? Smoking doesn't seem to be hurting you at all. Okay, so, you know, we typically don't say things like this, but if you want to keep smoking, if it hadn't done it by now, it probably never will. So he goes home, goes out on the back porch, grabs his cigarette. Of course, he's thrilled and happy. He's kind of celebrating. Lights up the cigarette, becomes nauseous, and starts throwing up. To make a long story short, he hit bottom when they told him he was going to die to the point that it automatically changed everything in him, including his physiology, not only to the point that he couldn't smoke anymore, but to the point that he had absolutely no withdrawal from smoking at all. You see, your body and mind are capable of absolute miracles under the right circumstances, and the right circumstances for transformational change is often hitting bottom, getting to the place where you're so sick of it that something's got to change. So that place where we just sort of cope all our lives and it never gets bad enough that really kicks us in the rear end and we say, well, I, you know, I don't know how this is going to happen, but somehow or other, this is stopping and something else is going to start. I'm not going to do this anymore. Sometimes that's a very, very healthy place to be, okay? And if you're sick of something, I mentioned a whole bunch of things that, a few minutes ago, but there could be about 500 more probably, all right, you may need to intensify that feeling in order to transformationally change. Here's what I suggest, and here's what I saw work pretty well for a lot of people that I worked with. If you have one thing you would write down on your legal pad that you are kind of sick of, or it's just something that you would really like to change in your life, you feel like your life would be a whole lot better if it did, I want you to use your image maker. It's, that's your imagination, but I don't call it that because that connotes daydreaming and that's not at all what I mean. I mean the image maker that has been the source of creating everything that has ever been created by man in the universe, good and bad. It happens on your image maker first, which I believe is in the spiritual realm because they cannot find the screen anywhere. They can find all kinds of other stuff. And, of course, we know it's there because everybody uses it all the time, but they can't find the screen anywhere in the mind or body that we're able to measure. I believe it's because it's in the spiritual realm. So use your image maker to image if you keep going on in your life 
with that thing that you're sick of or would like to see change or is not what you want in your life or feel like it's keeping you from something better, image that never changing. In other words, your whole life you say, I want this to change, I need it to change, but you never change it. And image how you'd feel a year from now. Image how you'd feel five years from now. Image how you feel 10, 15, 20 years from now. And, and, and the effect that will have on your work, on your finances, on your health, on your most important relationships, on how happy and unhappy you are, on those feelings of worth and forgiveness and, and security, uh, or guilt and shame, etc. Image how that will feel 5, 10, 20, 30 years from now if that continues and never changes. And many of these things tend to get worse and worse over time. Maybe that would be true with this too, where whatever that issue is, it keeps getting worse and worse, but you never change it. All right. Imagine the things in your life that would be negatively affected by that as opposed to how they could have been in your life if those things had changed to something good, healthy, love-based, truth-based. All right? And then finally, image the end of your life. Thinking back on 70 years, 80 years, whatever, what, what you were able to do, what you were not able to do, where you lived, your most important relationships, maybe all your relationships. Were they awesome or were they just so-so? Do you have regrets about wanting certain relationships to have been better and closer and more meaningful? Do you have regrets about wishing you had been healthier so that you could do this or that? Do you have regrets about finances so that you could have had maybe a different quality of life, traveled more, done more cool things with your kids? Do you, do you wish you had felt happy and energetic so that you could have spent loads and loads and loads? of quality and quantity time with the people that are most important to you. And at the end of your life, how would, how, would you, how would your life be differently if you had done that for 20, 30, 40 years and lived in wonderful, meaningful, fabulous, intimate relationships as successful in life as you can possibly be, which includes finances for some people and, and maybe not for others. Feeling great about yourself, having a fabulous relationship with God, intimate, close, where you almost feel God's presence in your life all the time. Well, what I would recommend for this week 
is to meditate and pray on that so intensely that eventually when you image that thing never changing, things that are possible to change, those things never changing, and the negative effect it has on your life, and the way you would feel at the end of your life, knowing you never changed that, and how you believe it could have been different in very important ways if you had. I'm recommending that you meditate and pray on that so intensely for as long as it takes that you actually get to a place where you're kind of nauseous, where maybe you get a headache, where maybe, maybe, maybe you just can't take it anymore. That feels so bad. Because maybe if you do that in your image maker, which does not differentiate between what's real and imagined, which does not differentiate between past, present, and future, and so your image maker is all 365 degrees, surround sound, raw experience. It's happening right now for real. So if you do that to the degree that you are there, you are at the end of your life with those things having never changed because you never were able to take the steps to change them, the things that are possible to change. If you can insert yourself into that experience, and you can through the image maker, that's one of the things it's awesome for, to the degree that it makes you nauseous, that it makes you sick at your stomach, that it gives you a headache, that it gives you this tension and pressure in your body and mind and head and heart, then what I'm saying to you is that maybe, and I've seen it happen a lot of times, that will create an almost hitting bottom experience in you that changes your physiology, that changes your programming, that changes your heart, that changes your mind, that changes your thoughts and feelings, and not just allows you, but reprograms you to change the things in your life that you've not been able to change before. and to start living your life in love and joy and peace and faith and trust, plugging into God as the source in trust, faith, hope, belief, giving God control for the end results that you can't completely control anyway, and your goal being to focus in the present moment in love giving up the physical and external expectation results and to be 100% committed to that regardless of your circumstances and regardless of the end result of living that way. Whether it creates the external 
physical circumstances you want or not. So being able to shift from four packs a day to nothing with no withdrawal, automatically everything changed in an instant and you can't go back. The positive is now locked in as your default programming. And I believe, and I've seen it many times over the years, that if you will do that intensely for as long as it takes and meditate and pray on, on the principles that you want to replace the negatives in your life that you're sick of, which are, I want to give up the end result to God. I want to plug into God as the source of light and love and truth and power and miracles in my life. I want to live committed to my only goal being to focus on living in the present in love as best I can. I'll never do it perfectly, but as best I can, giving up and being okay with the end results of that no matter what they are. That's what I want. And I am ready, willing, and able to commit to it. I don't want to be 80 or 90 and struggling with these same things. I don't want to be 80 or 90 and look back at my life in regret because I never changed those things. And I believe my life could have been dramatically different, dramatically better if I had. But you feel today, and maybe for years, like I've tried to change those things, and I can't. Well, that's exactly right. You can't with your willpower. But if you plug into the image maker, if you plug into your spiritual heart, if if you intensely use your image maker, the source of creating everything. So it was also part of creating the thing you're sick of, and now we're going to use it to create the antidote to that, the healing for that, and new programming that produces what you want or, or what you really want in your heart, which is always love, joy, peace, love in the present moment, intimate loving relationships, and the end result, external circumstances, those chips will fall where they may. And I believe that if I live in the present moment in love, connected to God, in right relationship, focusing in the present in love, that those results and external circumstances will be right for me. Sometimes painful, yes, but right for me. No matter what I think I want as far as the end results right now. If what you're sick and tired of is fear-based, based on your pain-pleasure programming, 
it will never, you can never fix what you're sick and tired of through fear-based mechanisms. In other words, it's the thing you're trying to do to fix those things that you're sick and tired of, fear-based in and of itself. Like, like, like what we've been taught for years, focus on the end result that you want, put a plan into action with your willpower to get it, and you'll get it. But it almost never works because that is fear-based. You can't fix something fear-based with something else fear-based. It has to be fixed with love, truth, light. Okay, I've been kind of blowing and going today, and I apologize if that has offended anybody. It probably would have offended Hope, my wife. She uh, she always gets on me for that, and I, I I tell her every time I'm not trying to do that. I'm just so passionate about that about this stuff. That's the way it comes out. So. I'm sorry if this came across as me yelling at you. That 100% with all my heart is not how I feel. I feel like maybe you're in a pit and, and I'm doing everything I can to try to help you out. But it's a long way down there and you can't hear very well and so I'm shouting so that you can hear me. Sometimes, sometimes all of our fear-based programming and these things we're sick and tired of create such a static that it's hard for us to hear the truth. And I want this for you so very much because I remember when that was my life. When I was sick of my marriage, I was sick of of my job, I was sick of my routines, I, I was just sick of almost everything in my life and what a terrible place that was to be. I remember when Hope was there, she was there for 12 years, virtually every day. And I never will go back. But I want that healing, that happiness, that, that peace that significance and security and forgiveness, that success for you too. Of course, I believe in the codes, the master key, use those tools. But maybe for this week, put them aside and try what I've talked to you about today without the tools. Just the praying, meditating, using your image maker, very intensely, and you are wanting to get to the place, yeah, where you're so sick of it, you can't hardly stand it anymore because you have inserted yourself into that end-of-your-life experience, and then that can become a transformational aha that changes everything like the gentleman who smoked and like many other people that I've worked with who've had similar things like that happen. So maybe, maybe you don't have time today or tomorrow to go out and start that, but please find a time as soon as possible that you can get off by yourself 
in a prayerful, meditative situation, see if there is anything you're sick of or would like to change in your life. Please don't let another week go by. Let the light and love and truth of God transform you, reprogram you from the inside to live the life you were born to live and the life that at the core of your being you want and need to live. And when you do live that, you'll know it. And, and you'll say, too, I will never go back. Well, start the journey this week.